If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. Our top local story in in-depth for you now in St. John's County, the superintendent apologizing after 80 female yearbook photos were photoshopped without any warning. We have heard from parents. It's body shaming. It's, it's discrimination. As Superintendent Tim Forson told our partner Action News Jax just yesterday, it won't happen again. What the expectation of a student wears in the classroom each and every day is different than what the expectation is for a child who might be a wrestler, a swimmer, performing arts programs. And we wanted to go a little bit more in depth on this because it is a pretty controversial topic, one that has gained national, in some cases international, attention with Superintendent. You all have a board workshop coming up at the top of the hour. I'd imagine this comes up, but pull back the curtain. What happened? And why were these photos so poorly edited in your judgment? I think that uh, certainly they were um, edited at a, at a level that, that um, shouldn't have occurred. Um, it, it's really done uh, at the school level. Within the, within the projects, you know, yearbooks are projects that happen from one high school to the other, middle school, elementary, all of them. And so it was something that um, – what it really did, it showed um, our inconsistency, honestly, in seeing this occur to say we, we have to do a better job of being consistent about what our expectations are uh, with dress and, and make sure that um, so the kids know, so that they know this is, this is okay or it's not. And, uh, and, and that, you know, it, it was something that occurred uh, with good intention, honestly. It's uh, tried to uphold expectations, but in the end, uh, it's, it certainly didn't result or what wasn't received that way, and I, and I understand that. Was the bigger issue, based on what you've heard from parents and, and even uh, some of the students, the, the fact that uh, they were changed and uh, photoshopped or that there was no knowledge in advance of, or was it a combination of both? Well, I, you know, I, I think um, it varies by, by the individual. I, I think in some cases it, it was more about, um, gosh, it was changed and I, and I wasn't aware of it. And in other cases, it's really uh, not about that that occurred, but that the fact that uh, I don't agree with the, the standard for dress that you have, that it's maybe too restrictive or something uh, along those lines. So I, I think there were um, various reasons, really, depending on the perspective of the parent or the, or the student themselves. How do you balance the inconsistencies and address those now going forward? Will it be a district-wide discussion, and will we see specific changes for the next school year? We only have a handful of weeks left. I wouldn't expect that you're going to be making any swift changes. Well, well, there there are changes to um, the code of conduct every year. And so it's like this morning's workshop. It's it's one of uh, several topics, actually, on the workshop, but the code of conduct is one of those. And within that, we are uh, recommending some changes to the dress code uh, so, that the, so that we actually do have greater consistency and, and greater clarity, I think, for everyone. And, uh, you know, it's something that evolves. Dress codes are not new. and They've been a part of every school district, every school. And, and so it, it is a matter, though, of, of staying current and, and responding to the needs that, that are there if, in fact, we need to make changes. So that, that's, that's what we're trying to do. They evolve over time, and we're speaking with the superintendent of schools in St. John's County on this expanded uh, uh, edition of Jacksonville's Morning News at 8 o'clock. It's 8.03. Is the current policy, in your judgment, in any way sexist? 
No, I, I really, you know, um, none of it's ever intended to be sexist in any way. I think um, fashion and style kind of drive um, what gender is probably going to be um, uh it's going to be enforced against more frequently. So that, again, changes over time as well. So uh, never, ever intended to be sexist in any way. Um, although I know, as, as we know, uh, that's not the opinion of everyone. How do you balance the appropriateness with self-confidence and especially in character in developing young ladies and developing young men as well? Yeah, I, I think that's a great point. And I think that's why um, you don't move off of of having high expectations of character. And within that, um, one of the behaviors is how we dress and how we appear. And so it, it is a, it's a, a balancing point in which we have to say, here's what is acceptable, here's what will help you uh, moving beyond high school uh, into your adult life, and then maybe what's too restrictive and being careful not to, to um, appear too restrictive and judgmental in the process. Can you already identify specific changes that can be more fair for young ladies? Well, I, I think one of the one of the pieces is, and, and we'll talk about this today, is kind of removing some of the language that denotes uh, differences in the code related to girls rather than boys. And so I think part of that is making sure the code is the code, the standard is the standard, and no matter the gender, that it's consistent throughout. I, I think that's one of the one of the primary focuses going forward. What have you learned from this whole experience over the last week? Well, I, I, I think I've, I've learned that uh, um, we're not as consistent uh, as we need to be. I've, I've learned that, uh, you know, we have to continue to strive to get better. What it is, the very dynamic world, dynamic society. So whatever might have been good 12 months ago may not be the right answer today. And so um, constant review and, and constant uh, awareness of, of, uh, of how we do business. Would you go so far, would the district go so far as requiring uniforms in high school? Well, I, I don't, we've, we've, never, we've never imposed that kind of um, restrictive language in, in our high schools. Years ago, I mean, I have to go back 20, 30 years ago uh, through the school improvement process. It was proposed and reviewed and actually um, some dress codes were revised through the school advisory councils at a school level, but at a district level, we've never um, we've never taken that on to say, well, let's just make it uniforms, um, because that brings uh, it, its own um, probably concerns among some some families as well. Is is today and this morning's board workshop really kind of going to be the starting point of a of a conversation that will evolve over the summer months or will anything be decided today or as a result of this uh, issue at Bartram Trail? Well, it, it's not um, and 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 the yearbook process is something independent of, of that. So we're we're talking about dress code and our code of conduct that reflects upon other actions and, and, and consequences as well. So today it's a workshop. So the board doesn't take any formal action at a workshop. It is about discussion, about understanding, and about recommendations for uh, moving forward. It's been a tough last couple of weeks for the school system in St. John's County. Are, are you planning anything today to, to mark a couple of weeks since the Patriot Oaks Academy lost Tristan Bailey? Yeah, I, I think that's one of the things we, we, we have to remind ourselves and keep things in perspective um, and that, uh, that that tragedy that occurred 
uh, in the Durban Crossing community certainly stunned um, our educational community and is something that uh, we need to show respect for uh, moving forward. It's tough. It has been a tough couple of weeks, no question about it. Indeed. The leadership at the school level has been pretty phenomenal based on everything that we have heard as well. Superintendent Tim Forsen, I really do appreciate and value your time this morning. I know it's not the easiest of conversations and one that certainly doesn't have a clear black and white sort of uh, (laughs) clarity to the answer, uh, but do appreciate the opportunity to visit with you this morning. It's 8.08 on Jacksonville's Morning News, our expanded 8 a.m. news feed, a full 15 minutes of news, weather, and traffic to get you caught up on everything that matters most. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.